Hello, booty lovers and booty curious. Welcome to season two of the Plug Podcast. I'm your host, Luna Matadas. I'm a sex and pleasure educator. And here on the Plug, we get to take anal sex conversations even deeper. I had such a great time in season one. We had really cool conversations that carried good information for real sex, right? It it told us about what to do, how to do it, how to navigate awkwardness. We talked about rimming, prostates, pegging, analgasms, booty toys, poop, everything. So in season two, we're continuing the conversation. We're bringing in more experts and also inviting your booty wisdom into the conversation. The Plug Podcast is made possible by B-Vibe. B-Vibe is this fabulous award-winning sex toy company. They brought you the world's first rimming butt plug, and they continue to innovate with pleasure education and high-end sex toys. We've got way more ways for you to get involved this season and to get your anal pleasure tips and to share your own booty wisdom. So head over to our Instagram and follow the plug by B-Vibe and make sure you're subscribed to us wherever you listen to podcasts because we've got double the episodes in season two and keep an eye out for ways to share your knowledge about bum pleasure with us. In this episode, we are talking all about weed and butt stuff. Yes, pot and pleasure. We've got the fabulous Ashley Manta talking with us today about using cannabis for anal sex. Ashley Manta is an award-winning sex educator and coach, and she's become a sought-after authority on mindfully combining sex and cannabis as part of her canasexual brand. She is the author of the CBD Solution Sex, published in 2020 in conjunction with Mary Jane and Chronicle Books. She wrote for Playboy as a Playboy advisor. She completed her certification as a body sex facilitator after studying with the legendary, that's accurate, legendary pleasure pioneer Betty Dodson. She facilitates retreats and workshops at resorts and festivals around the world. And she's got two retreats coming up that we will link you to in the show notes notes. She is a brand ambassador for Sibian and Foria. Ashley's also the creator of the Cosmic Pussy Sisterhood, a community of women, what a great name, a community of women who have taken her seven-week sex magic intensive called Activating Your Cosmic Pussy. And Ashley's going to tell us more about that in this episode. I asked her about sex magic and also what it means to come into community with people that are using sex and cannabis together. So I hope you enjoy this episode all of about, I guess, getting your butt high. Is that what we're talking about today? You'll have to listen to see. Oh my gosh, Ashley, I am so excited to have you here. I'm so excited to talk with you. I'm excited to do all things cannabis, all things butt stuff. And I have been fangirling you for years and I was so happy to see that you were coming out with a book. So I want to talk about the book as well, which I have in front of me. <laughs> and and I also want to hear about how you came into cannabis and sex. Like how did these connections start to happen for you? And how did you start to teach people about using weed during sex? Luna, I'm so happy happy to be here with you. Oh my goodness. Uh, And that book, by the way, features your brilliant brain. So thank you so much for contributing your wisdom to my readers. I, I knew that if I was going to be talking about body love and using cannabis as a way to like really mindfully connect with with confidence and joy in your body that you were the person to talk to about it. So thank you for that. Thank you. It was awesome to be in it. Thank you. 
Yeah. Yay. So sex and cannabis for me was sort of an unexpected turn for my sex education career, especially coming from someone who early on in my life, I was fully anti-cannabis. I was a child of dare culture. I grew up learning that drugs are bad and people who do drugs are bad and marijuana, quote unquote, is as bad as heroin. And that was like my inculcation into (laughs) drug awareness. And so it took until I was in graduate school studying philosophy when I actually tried cannabis for the first time on purpose with my cohort and at a couple of professors who also smoked. And I was like, oh, there's people in grad school and people with PhDs who smoke weed. I guess it's not just like losers in their mom's basements. And <laughs> and so that really helped me um, reframe all of my beliefs. And, and then I learned more about the racism and, and all of the systematic oppression that goes into the war on drugs and, and painting it as this evil, terrible thing. And, but even then I was still living in Pennsylvania, smoking shit. Like you just can't get, or at least at the time you can now there's a medical program, but at the time, like you had to find a dealer, your options were like weed or no weed. There were not strains. There were not edibles. There was like, it was this kind of brown crumbly, like seedy stemmy nonsense that you, you got high from, but like, eh. And then I moved to California in 2013, and I was like, oh, I I have been reborn. This, this is a whole – it was like Dorothy leaving Kansas and stepping into the Technicolor world of Oz. Like, this was a game changer. And shortly thereafter, I found this company called Foria that made a THC-infused oil called Pleasure – And being a sexual violence survivor, I had experienced pain with penetration for most of my adult life. And so this was the first thing that allowed me to have penetrative sex without pain. And this Mm. light bulb exploded over my head. And I went, oh, my God, I don't know anyone in the sex ed community or blogging or, or any of those kinds of folks talking about sex and cannabis. This was back in like 2014 or so. And I'm like, that could be a thing. And, and so it was. <laughs> and so it is. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> well, I love hearing about how, uh, you know, exposure to different people using cannabis in a different way, like help change your perception of it. And, and so and I think I had a similar experience. I didn't start smoking pot till I was like 21 and it was very intentional. It was, I was moving to Amsterdam for like a year abroad and I was like, I got to smoke pot before I move to Amsterdam. And so I made like my older friends find me pot and sit in a circle and they smoked pot with me and taught me how to do it. And, and actually I didn't start using pot regularly, especially with cannabis or with sex uh, until my thirties. And it, it wasn't really something that, that I, I dabbled in. So I was so happy to come across your work, which was so thoughtful about how to pair cannabis and sex and sensuality. You are such a, a sensual goddess in your practice that it it really inspires that different kind of vibe than the stoner in someone's basement, right? Like it's not, it's not about an escape. You kind of talk about using it to deepen experiences. So can you tell us a bit how um, cannabis can be a, an enhancing part of, of sexual or sensual experiences? Absolutely. I am a Taurus and my Venus is in Taurus. So I am a super sensual. (laughs) Yeah. And, and I was really 
concerned slash aware when I first started in the sex and cannabis realm coming from a sexual violence prevention background that like, how does consent fit into this? Because I really want to make sure that people are doing this on purpose. And Mm. so there were a couple of like articles out at the time that was like how to get stoned and have sex. And I was like, that seems like a terrible idea. Just (laughs) that, that just has red flags all over it and and how bad that could go. So I'm like, all right, what would it look like if this was done as a really meditative, intentional practice Mm. that you kind of go on a little bit of a fact-finding mission first where you have sex solo and use a little bit of whatever you want to try and notice how it feels in your body and notice what the sensations do and then kind of either write it down literally, which is the best idea, or kind of make a mental note that, okay, I used this much and this is what it did so that when you are in a partnered situation, you have a much firmer grasp of what's going to happen. Because if you pick up this random mystery joint that you got handed at a party this one time that was like stuck under your couch cushion for three months, (laughs) you have no idea if it's going to send you into this like energetic, frenzied, like awesomeness, or if you're going to go take a nap and watch Netflix for five hours. So (laughs) I generally like a little more predictability in my, in my erotic experiences. So for me, taking the time to really experiment and then making it a multi-sensory experience because cannabis is so great for that. As I've been in the industry, like going to infused dinners and and different kind of sensory events where you have a sound bath and you have art and you have um, massage and you have a delicious dinner. And I was like, oh, this this could totally work in an intimate context. So what happens if we put on music and we light some incense and we change the lighting scheme to like maybe a blue or a red light and you wear some kind of soft, silky fabrics and you have your partner really get in deep to your fibers and touch you in the ways that you've always craved and you use cannabis to like enhance that experience that sounds like a win to me, whether or not you end up having penetrative sex, which is, you know, as you know, only one small portion of, of the vast landscape of, of erotic exploration. I love that. I love that you talk about it as a meditative experience, as a mindfulness, because I, I imagine for some people that can really help them get back into their bodies. Is that is that something? Yeah, you're nodding. I'm absolutely. Like, <laughs> absolutely. It is. Yeah, You can't hear me nod. Right. Yes. Getting people back into their bodies, especially, you know, people like me who have experienced trauma, who may tend to dissociate during intimacy, can really help you be present and and calm, like present and grounded and calm, which is really helpful. I've definitely had really intense, wonderful experiences being actually able to be there with my partner instead of my brain taking a vacation as it has done so many times. That's so true. That's so true. I think my experience with weed has been very similar, even during masturbation. So oh. my head will wander to be like, I didn't answer those 16 emails. <laughs> and, and then cannabis will help me come back into it and, and almost pivot to a different part of myself, which is 
is not concerned with those 16 emails, is not concerned with that. And I I, I like how you describe it as an intentional mindfulness because I, I used to think of it as an escape. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, like, can I not have sex sober now? Can I not like, you know, mm-hmm. do this? And so I also really love the tip about writing down like what your experience was and, and drilling. Because I sometimes I'll be smoking something. I'm like, this is great. I got to remember what this. And of course, it's gone. It's right. Like, <laughs> yeah, the blessing and the curse of cannabis is that short-term memory is not your friend. So <laughs> No, no. So I'm definitely going to check my couch to see if there are those dirty joints that you talked about. Maybe there's some in there. <laughs> I've, I've found a couple buried under cushions. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> You're like, score. You know, the world is delivering to me. Thank yeah, you. Thank, thank you, universe. You universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And how about when we talk about different vehicles for for cannabis delivery? So we're talking about these smoking joints, and um, but there's there's lots out there now, especially with companies like Foria that are producing things that are specifically for sexual experiences or or to enhance that. Can you tell us a bit about what products are out there or what you've tried and you really like? Absolutely. Topicals are really a game changer, I think, for everyone because they're so accessible for folks who are maybe a little bit hesitant to engage in anything that's going to be intoxicating, which is totally valid. And so having something that you can put on your skin that's not going to get you high, even if you put it on the the mucosa of the vulva, still not going to get you high. That feels like a really nice entry point for people who are like, I don't I don't want to be out of control. I don't want to feel stoned like but I still want to enjoy the benefits. So there's there's a really great option. And even for folks who are not using it specifically for pleasure, but to be able to reduce pain so that they can access pleasure. Folks with chronic pain, maybe you have a shoulder injury or you have arthritis in a joint and that pain is really distracting to you in intimate situations, like being able to put something on it that's going to help with that discomfort so that you can actually enjoy the other pleasurable things that are happening in your body can be a real, real help. Okay. Okay. I love that. And so does it matter if you're more of an advanced user or a beginner user for which vehicle you should choose? Or are there other factors when pairing your cannabis with your sex? I think how do you want to feel is the first question for everyone to ask. And Mm. if your answer is, I want to feel intoxicated in, in some way, then there are vehicles for that. That's going to be inhalation or ingestion for the most part. Those are your, so smoking, dabbing, uh, or eating, like taking tinctures or eating edibles. I tend to personally not recommend edibles for anyone who's new or has a low tolerance because they're really unpredictable and it's a long time commitment. It's going to take up to two and sometimes I've heard as much as four hours to fully take effect with an edible and the effects can last, you know, four, six hours. And so trying to get on the same page with your partner where you're at like roughly the same peak at the same time is just such a dice roll. So Edibles, I would not. And it's so easy to overconsume with edibles. Mm. So like I would leave that to the more advanced practitioners. Um, One of my colleagues, Dr. Jordan Tischler, who's a Harvard MD and internal medicine specialist who focuses in cannabis medicine, really likes inhalation. And it's because you take one puff and that is like one full breath of, of lung capacity and exhale and that is one dose. And then you wait five, ten minutes and see how you feel. 
but it, you'll know that quickly. And so if you're not where you want to be, you can take another puff. And so it's much easier to titrate with inhalation. Now you have to pay attention to, you know, the amount of like dabbing versus smoking and smoking flour versus smoking a joint that has keef and like ice water hash and that kind of like, you got to pay attention to the potency, but those are all going to get you intoxicated. Now on the other side of the spectrum, there's things like topicals that go on your vulva. There's suppositories, which I am obsessed with. And we're going to get so into that for, for butt stuff. That has been a game changer for me. And then there's just topicals that go, you know, kind of randomly on your body wherever it hurts. And so those are really great. And and bath bombs, like infused bath products, that's a great entry point for newbies. Where it's like, okay, here's your date night. Your partner's going to draw a bath for you. They're going to pop in the bath bomb. You're going to soak the day away. Maybe smoke a little bit while you're in the bath. And by the time you're out, your whole body feels like jelly. And the room is prepared. And there's incense. And there's music. And your partner's ready to just like touch all over you in all the ways you crave. Oh, my gosh. That sounds like a good date night to me. Uh, yeah, Ashley just gave us a perfect date night recipe. So just rewind, follow that and prepare <laughs> a lovely CBD bomb. <laughs> like, yeah, I love CBD bath bombs. I, I think they're amazing for that full body where you just feel kind of floaty and jelly, but yes. you're, you're still pretty conscious, but the, it shifts mm-hmm. your consciousness into just like this wonderful, um, kind of state of relaxation, but openness as well. Yes. Like just kind of like, oh, like I can enter into this sensual space now as my full self and not yes. feel like I'm performing or like moving into kind of like, okay, well, I want to be in this moment, but I'm not really here. Yeah. Oh, that's really yes. helpful. And so we're we're going to talk about the the anus for sure, but I, I wanted to ask you about mm-hmm. how CBD lubes or CBD arousal oils, how do they affect penises? Like, do they have the same kind of effect that they would have on vulvas on penises? It's not quite as dramatic with penises. Okay. And that's mostly because um, your average penis, especially circumcised penises, don't have exposed mucosa. So it's just like putting it on any other part of your body. Like, okay. it's probably going to relax you, but then that may actually not be what you're going for. So I, that would certainly be a situation where I would want to try that on my own first. Um, But it's unlikely to have the same kind of, of stimulating effect, at least in a major way. Now there's always going to be exceptions. My cousin actually of all people just texted me a couple of weeks ago and was like, I just got a hand job with some CBD lube and it was the best hand job ever. And I was like, all right. (laughs) Who am I to argue with your lived experience, right? Like, if that works for you, cool. Scientifically, I don't really understand why. But, like, placebo effect is also real. If you're thinking this is going to feel great and it does, cool. That's fine. Yes. That's a really helpful piece of information to just honor your experience and try Mm -hmm. different things. Because I also find as the market has started to have more CBD products on it or um, products that are talking about cannabis – I mean, some of them are, are great, but they're, I, I'm in Canada. And so there, there's not a lot of, of really control over that. And mm-hmm. it's, it's still coming, I guess. And so we're, we're often not sure. You may try this like CBD lube or this CBD thing and you don't know how much is in it. You don't know mm-hmm. kind of like what the impact is for you and what your tolerance level is. So this, this idea of experimenting and normalizing this, I think is so helpful about canisexual. I think it just Thank is you. kind of like you don't have to be this hardcore stoner and you don't have to be a complete noob like you don't have to own either of those labels you Mm -hmm. can always be exploring right like I feel like that's that's a thing yeah you really can and one of the reasons that I put in my book um, 
a recipe for making your own CBD and or THC lube uh, and suppositories is because I realized that access to these things, especially consistent access and all of that is challenging for a lot of folks. But most people can get a hold of, you know, a quarter ounce of hemp flour or even a quarter ounce of like THC, like cannabis flour. And all you need is that and a crock pot and some oil and you can have your very own. And then you know exactly what's in it. You know how much like that it was tested. You know what the percentages are. And then you've got like consistent product as opposed to having to gamble and worry. Because, you know, I've seen some CBD products on the market that have all sorts of ingredients that I would not want anywhere near a vulva. Yes, I've seen the same. And I was like, "Mm, I don't know. And then and then if people try those things and they don't have a positive experience or they don't have this like, I thought my Volvo was going to get high, you know, then (laughs) it sort of turns away from that. Do you hear that a lot? Do you hear people? So frequently. (laughs) Um, I God, I have this wonderful like so many of us out in the world have this like love hate relationship with the media where things just get so wildly thrown out of proportion and like cannabis suppositories became weed tampons and I was just like what are you talking about that's not a thing that just because it goes into the vagina doesn't mean it's a tampon like I I would watch these media companies come out with these videos that are like all about weed tampons and this is how and there's a string and I'm like no that's not it at all (laughs) I didn't even know that they were talking about them interchangeably I didn't realize they were like oh my god Uh that is so disturbing (laughs) it's so bad and so like yeah you I've seen articles that are like, I drank a bottle of THC lube or I got my vagina high. And it's like, listen, your vagina is a fully enervated organ. However, like it doesn't have a brain. It can't get high. Like, that's- what are you talking about? Mine fully has a brain. She <laughs> takes me on adventures. I didn't even right. consent. She, that bitch is opinionated. She's got preferences. <laughs> like, <laughs> Sometimes she has like no standards. I don't know what's wrong with her. <laughs> Yeah. Like she just drives the bus. I don't know. But yeah. Well, that's what I loved about the the CBD solution sex because I thought that it was so helpful for anybody. Like as a a very, you know, I'm a a daily user of cannabis and Mm -hmm. I learned so much when when my book arrived months ago. And and I love that there's rituals in it. Oh, I opened up to the weed tampons or thing. (laughs) (laughs) That was good, like manifestation we just did there. Yeah, great. Yeah. (laughs) And so for anyone who's like even just kind of curious about about CBD, I, I, I recommend it when I when I teach my my weed classes, because I think it's yeah. it's good to have information that isn't just about, you know, from someone's blog or I'm mm-hmm. often in the bowels of Reddit on like the, yeah. the weed and trees like things. And it's <laughs> great to have this like informed expert opinion in a place where it's so accessible. Yeah. So thank you for putting that out into the world. That was oh, so good. My pleasure. All right. Can we talk about the booty? Yes. The booty. Okay. Okay. Because I feel we've, we've like edged people enough. We can like go into yes. booty stuff. So you said to me that you went from anal, I wrote it down, anal avoidant to a butt slut. Can you tell us about this journey? Yes. I absolutely was a hard no, like fully, that is my limit. I will not be receptive to anal stimulation 
Right. That was just, nope, absolutely not. I had one or two like early boyfriends in my late teens, early 20s who were like, I want to stick it in your butt. And I was like, okay, maybe just once. And it was awful. And I was like, never again. Nope. mm -mm." (laughs) And I was totally fine with giving. Like I actually learned how to to do prostate stimulation and pegging from, from two of the sort of thought leaders in the, in the sex positive community. And that was really helpful. And I found it really fun and I loved doing the things, but I was like, no one is going to do this to me. It's just, it's too painful. It's, it's really seems to be all about like the giver's pleasure when I'm doing this in partnered situations and that doesn't work for me. Fuck all of that. No. Yeah. And And I didn't even want, like, rimming. I didn't want, like, outside stimulation because I was just, like, I just shut down that part of my body. Yeah. And then I had a really lovely conversation with one of my colleagues um, who was very pro-butt and was very, like, this can be awesome. I promise it can be awesome. And I was, like, if anybody can make it awesome, if anybody in the world could make it awesome, it would be you. So, all right, let's give it a shot. So we did a threesome, um, this person and my boyfriend and I, for Valentine's Day in 2017. And I ended up writing about it for Dope Magazine, which is pretty rad. <laughs> and I used Is two- that online somewhere? Can it I like- It is online. I will okay, send you the link. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> I used so all get to two <laughs> cannabis suppositories because I was like, we are not fucking around with this. Like, we are going to really go balls to the wall. And there was a lot of- breathing and connecting Mm. and communicating and Mm. I'm gonna ask you if it's okay to penetrate you we're gonna be checking in every step of the way we're gonna start with a lot of external massage and then slowly work into right around the edge and then slowly when you're ready you invite me in and and it's only gonna go as far as you want it to and I was like okay and I actually didn't hate it it felt pretty good I was like, oh, wow, this is, but that wasn't, like, that was the thing that opened the door to butt sluttery. The thing that actually, like, got me to the I want anal all the time place was a couple years ago, my boyfriend and I went to this really beautiful um, adults-only resort in Borrego Springs, California, and we decided we were going to do acid together. Okay, yeah. And it was great. It was, we've, we've done it before. And... I was just like, yes, I think I want to try anal while we're on it. Okay. And we still did like very slow warm up, lots of of um, cannabis suppositories and and all of the things. And he laid down and he's thick. Like I was the whole time we've been together. I'm like, there's no way you can stick your dick in my ass. Like, it's just too big. Like, this is just <laughs> fingers. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. But like, no sure. way are we actually going to get you in there. But I, he was lying on his back and I sat on top of him and I was able to lower mm. myself down. So I was in full control the whole time of the penetration. Amazing. And I sat the whole way down and I was like, okay, oh my God. Oh, this feels, this actually feels really good. And I started kind of rocking back and forth gently and a, a minute or so later, out of nowhere, I squirted. Ooh, and I I don't do that. Like, <laughs> I don't, like, every once in a while, you might get a little, like, gentle dribble or something. This was a full-on gush. And then it happened three more times from 
anal. I was like, what? Kind of like anal overachiever. Like, (laughs) my brain was like mush by the end. I was like, I can't believe this just happened. Holy goddamn. Like, this felt amazing. I just came really hard. I just squirted a whole bunch. And as we all know, squirting and orgasm are not always correlated. And this was one of those cases. I came once and squirted four times. So like, yeah, that happens. Because <laughs> the first time I was yeah. like, wait, did I just pee on you? Like I had all of those like, <laughs> like newbie squirting. And then, then I'm like, no way. And then it happened three more times. I was like, though that can't all be pee. There's no way. <laughs> There's no so, way. Yeah. After that, I was like, I want to do that again. Like, fuck you. why can we do anal? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I want an my all anal menu. Yeah, you're like, stick it in my butt. Stick it in the butt. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you for sharing that story. Because I, I like how it was, it wasn't, it's not like you were being pressured into Mm -hmm. anal. It's not like you were being convinced into anal. It was like the conditions were set up that were right for you to explore this without expectation, but standards. So the standards were like, go slow. I'm going to be in control. Like this is like, maybe it'll get in, maybe it doesn't. And Mm -hmm. it just sounds like the perfect experience to really like sink into anal pleasure for the receiver. Oh, Oh, like yeah, you just all... lie there and be a dildo and yes, like, <laughs> I'm just exactly. gonna on you. Yeah. <laughs> and so often, and I'm sure you get these too, I get people rolling into my DMs being like, how do I get my girlfriend to let me do anal? And I'm yeah. like, that is a thousand percent the wrong question. The question yeah. needs to be, how do I make an experience awesome for my partner so that they're interested yes. in it? Yes, that is the question. That is going to get you the golden anal pleasure or yes. open up conversations about other types of pleasure. You know, maybe they totally. maybe she's really not into it. She's into something else. I've got some tools for you if you're just starting out with your cannabis and anal sex journey. So when we're talking about cannabis, we're talking about sensations and it can be really exciting to use butt sex toys to help you explore what sensations your anus likes while you're using cannabis. So B5 is the master of innovating sex toys that are high quality for anal experiences. And I recommend you check out the rimming plugs. Yeah, you heard me. They eat your ass for you. The rimming plug petite is great if you're a newbie, if you're more into intermediate or advanced in anal play, check out the Rimming Plug 2. If you are a super butt slut, check out the Rimming Plug XL. So all of these are remote controlled. They're made of body safe silicone and they're vibrating. So they've got these rotating beads around the neck of the butt plug that allows the stimulation of the many, many nerve endings around the anus. My other recommendation is to check out the vibrating textured plugs. These are amazing for sensation enhancement and even just doing something a little bit different different during anal masturbation or partnered anal sex uh, if you're used to using smoother butt plugs. So these are also made of, of silicone, but you've got options in the texture. You can try out the bump, the swirl, or the twist. They are all amazing. I love them all. And they give the, the different shapes give stimulation to your rectal muscles and tissue in a way that is different than a smoother plug. So if you're shopping at bvibe.com, make sure that you use code LUNA, L-U-N-A, so that you can save 30% on all B Vibe branded products. But I I 
I like that this is this is also giving us an opportunity to kind of talk about, well, how did, what was the preparation like? And you talked about suppositories. And so can you tell us how they work and like what, what they do for your booty? Absolutely. So the thing I love about suppositories is that they reduce discomfort without numbing. And we know that numbing is a big no-no with butt stuff. You need to be able to feel pain if it exists because that is your body telling you that something's wrong and needs to be different. Mm -hmm. So suppositories, you're going to want to keep it in the freezer. It's easier to insert that way because typically they get a little squishy at room temperature. The fridge is fine. The freezer, I think, is better. Okay. Um, There are CBD-only suppositories and there are CBD and THC suppositories. The cool thing is, even with THC, you're not going to get stoned um, because it's not going through your liver the way that, like, an edible would. So you're not going to get that head high. It's just, like, kind of a localized, like, you'll you'll notice some pain relief. Like, a lot of folks use cannabis suppositories for back pain. Mm, And that's a really helpful thing. So it just helps the muscles relax. It reduces that, like, it, where it doesn't hurt. There's that little phase. It doesn't hurt, but it doesn't feel good yet, where it's just kind of like, okay. okay, this is happening. It smooths that out, I find, Ooh. where it's, like, okay. more pleasant. Ooh. I like that description because I feel like that's the point where we know that something's coming, and so we start to tighten up unconsciously. Mm-hmm. And in anticipation of like, okay, yes. it's going to hurt. I'm just going to like bear through it. And that's when, you know, if you're, <laughs> I I often re- recommend that people are in an anal position where they can see their partner when, mm-hmm. if it's like the first time or, you know, watch their face and like mm-hmm. see their reactions. Because if someone's telling me that, no, it's fine, like keep going, but their face is like, no, it's fine. It's okay. Like, it's, you know, right, it's like, exactly. It's like a mixed message there. So. <laughs> Okay. And what are suppositories usually made of? Are they like uh, coconut oil or like Typically they're going to be coconut oil or cocoa butter or something like that. So something to keep in mind is if you're using barriers, you're going to want to be using oil compatible barriers like nitrile and polyurethane. Cannot use latex or polyisoprene. Okay. Okay. And so when we think about... um, using suppositories or if someone's using like weed lube on the anus or any of these other types of things, what can we do to help that communication stay in contact? So when you, you mentioned like, you know, we're, we're talking about consent, we're talking about like, okay, like, are you okay? Like your partner's checking in. So Mm -hmm. how can we, what, what can we do to be good tops if we're like the givers of, of anal sex? Yes. Okay. So great place to start is, are there any limits that you know of right now that I should know about? And are there any ways, and I got this right from Midori, like anything Mm. that what's it going to look like and what's it going to sound like if you're having a good time and what's it going to look like and what's it going to sound like if you're not having a good time. Love that. So that's like a really nice pre-talk. And I actually would say put in the suppositories and then have the pre-talk because they need to sit. They need to absorb for 15, 20, even 30 minutes. So the more time you give them to kind of get into the tissue and the nerves, that's a really great time to be having that like conversation about what kind of lube when you need more lube. Um, One of the tricks I learned from one of my colleagues is you always want to differentiate between stop and pause. Mm. Pause means stay still, stop. Sometimes people say stop and they mean get the fuck out. And sometimes they mean stay still. So differentiating those two things and getting very clear on languaging and what that means. That's a great tip. 
Right. I was like, oh, fuck. That's yes, that's that's real pro stuff. And also the idea of saying, you know, I'm not going to penetrate you until you're ready. So I want you to either ask me to penetrate you or I will ask you, but I will wait until you give me that verbal yes. That it's Ugh, not just going to be like, I feel like you're ready. So here we go. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. And I know we've all seen that in porn. I know Ugh. we've seen it in movies and sex scenes and like, but you know, we're not performers. This is like, yeah. I got to check in with your body. We got to be ready to do the thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Those are great, great tips. And also, okay. So speaking of putting things up your butt. Yes. Um, <laughs> Like, so I was on Reddit and I was in one of the, the marijuana groups, trees, and someone was talking about boofing. Yes. And so boofing was described to in this, and I'll let you describe boofing, or you called it also booty bumping, or mm-hmm. people may have other kinds of ideas about what it is. But I, I had never even considered it. I, I thought about suppositories, but I hadn't thought about like actually putting, you know, uh, like anything, any other form of like weed in, in my butt. So can you tell us about, about how people are doing this? Is it safe? Like, what does it do? Okay. So boofing in, in the sort of traditional sense is putting a different drug in your ass, more like um, MDMA. I've heard of people doing like cocaine. Um, So it tends to be like a way of, of getting a drug into your body that doesn't require you to swallow it. Okay. Um, So, for one thing, with from a weed context, I would not be sticking nugs in your ass. That's a terrible yeah. idea. That's <laughs> that's going to make for some very uncomfortable poops down the line. Um, that's that's just mm, not not a good idea. Suppositories, I guess, would technically fall under the the okay. umbrella of boofing. Um, okay. The only other time I've done it besides just doing suppositories is I've done it with MDMA, and it's okay. it tends to come on pretty quick, and it's. It's pleasant. I've, you know, five stars would do again. It's it's yeah. fine. It, it's an alternative. Okay. Like it's, it's, there's not a ton of like, it doesn't matter that much. Obviously, if you're using any kind of, of substance that is like a, a street drug, you're going to want to make sure that it gets tested. So many drugs these days, like cocaine, ketamine, um, MDMA are being laced with fentanyl. So like have Narcan on hand and make sure that you're testing any drugs that you're getting from like a club or a festival or things like that. You know, cannabis is not going to get laced with fentanyl, which is great. (laughs) And since it's a plant, it's green, not going to find a lot of mushrooms with that. But like for things that are once were powders or something like that, you're going to want to make sure that you're getting that tested because that's safety first. Um, But yeah, boofing, boofing is a thing because the, the bioavailability of rectal absorption is really high. Okay. Your butt is like, it's why, God, when we were in college, do you remember when people used to like stoke tampons in fucking, yeah. in Wine vodka and stick it up their asses? Like, yeah. like yeah. don't do that. If you're listening to this, for the love of God, don't do that. Like, that's <laughs> such a great way to get alcohol poisoning. But like, it's because the rectum is so absorbent because it's all mucosa. So it's getting like right into you. Okay. Okay. And so if you're using suppositories and can you, can you like use multiple modes of things? So if you use a suppository, can you also use weed lube and like, should you be careful about layering things or that's okay? You can totally layer, especially if you're using CBD, like you can pretty much use with, I'm going to asterisk this because they are actually starting to find that like certain high doses of CBD can have like issues with the liver, but we're talking like 1800 milligrams plus but like 
for your average, you know, 100 milligram suppository and 25 to 30 milligram weed lube, layer that shit all day long. Smoke a little bit too. Like it, it can be good to kind of play on multiple fields to get the results in, in sort of a holistic way. Hey, okay. This is it, and I I love the the drug responsibility. I love the the idea of that. There's you know ways in which of of getting into a space that isn't necessarily sober, or if you're using CBD, that that's fine too. Mm-hmm. Um, but but also keeping in mind that like the same risks still exist. You know, it's and and I think there's so much negative stuff that isn't a harm reduction perspective that that we hear about. Whenever I post my Meditate, Medicate, Masturbate stuff, people, uh, I always have a few people either DMing me or commenting about the dangers of, of cannabis. So are there any myths out there that, that you can bust that um, of these dangers of, of cannabis? Totally. Um, one of the, the big fears is people getting um, addicted to cannabis, like needing to go to rehab for cannabis. And I think I put that sort of in the same category as like porn and sex addiction. It's not really a thing. You know, I've, I've subscribed to the David Lay school of like porn and sex addiction are bullshit. Like, yes, there are such things as compulsive behaviors and there are ways of which you are using something to escape from your daily life in a way that's problematic, but that is very different than being addicted to something like cocaine or alcohol. So, I think that um, they came out with a study and coffee is actually more addictive than cannabis. Ooh, okay. So it's like, I think coffee has like a, oh, I don't, I think cannabis has like a 7% dependence rate where like you'll notice a withdrawal symptoms if you, if you stop using it. But like coffee is like 14% or something like that. Um I actually had a really great talk for the ASECT conference with my colleagues, Dr. Jordan Tischler, uh, Chelsea Sabara, and Reba Corinne Thomas. And we did a whole panel, and Jordan actually quoted that statistic. So if you look up the ASECT presentation, it's it's in there. <laughs> okay, yeah. So yeah, cannabis is not addictive in the traditional sense, and you can't overdose. The amount that you would have to consume to quote-unquote overdose to the point that you would die is not an amount that you'd actually be able to. Now, that is to, that's not to say that you don't you won't wish you were dead if you consume too much because especially <laughs> in the time of edibles and dabbing, like the first time I ever dabbed, which is when you apply a uh, cannabis concentrate to a hot surface, uh, like a glass piece or um, there's different ways of you can you can dab, but I did like a pretty small dab and I smoked joints every day and I was like, I have a high tolerance. The fucking, I took one hit of a dab. I was convinced that I was going to get murdered. I went into a full blown (laughs) panic attack and then I threw up. (laughs) So like, I'm laughing because it's relatable. It's so (laughs) related. And, and ditto with like edibles that we've all heard the edible story where like I took an edible, I waited half an hour and I didn't feel anything. So I took another one. And then two hours later I started like regretting all of my life choices in order. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. 
I can so relate to that. Being too high is awful. And 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 all the more reason to experiment on your own and yes. and really just figure out, you know, and take it slow. Like maybe the first time you masturbate with pot, like maybe it's not going to be a thing. Like maybe it, yeah. it's just not going to do anything for you. Just like anything else. Sometimes we bring home a new sex toy and it's not, right. it doesn't work the first time. We're kind of in our heads about this thing is going to work. We got to make it work, you know, and yes. it just doesn't work out that way. Yeah. And THC, using THC is like cooking with salt. You can always add mm. more. You can't subtract. Right. Oh, I like so, that analogy. Like really just kind of incrementally increase until you're where you want to be. And keep in mind, there is actually a cool thing on the market, which I was very skeptical of at first. I heard this and I was like, this is some snake oil bullshit. But I've seen it work multiple times at this point. So I'm like, all right, that's fine. And it's called undo. It's a pill that you can take that helps to counteract the intensity of your high. Get out. What's in it? Um, there's a compound in it called olive tall. Um, that actually binds more strongly to your um, cannabinoid receptors in your body than THC does. So it sort of boots them out. Okay. Okay. And it's available online. You can get it on Amazon. It's undo with two O's. And I, I was so skeptical. I was like, there's no way this is nonsense. Like the only thing that, that cures a too much cannabis experience is time. And then my boyfriend at my 33rd birthday a couple years ago did a dab, which was very silly for him because he takes like one hit of a joint and he's stoned. He did a dab and he's like, I fucked up. And I'm like, all right, take this pill. And he did. And 20 minutes later, he was like, all right, I'm I'm good now. I was like, great. (laughs) So... Wow. Okay. I love how much I'm learning here. I had no idea about undo. This is amazing. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. And I wrote down, I've got th- those inspired two more questions for me. Cool. Um, with Are there any interactions with cannabis? Like, is it okay to use cannabis and Viagra during sex? Is it okay to use like um, any other kinds of things that drugs that people might be on or they might use specifically for, for sexual experiences? I am so glad that you asked that because, yeah, CBD specifically and Viagra are not a great combination. Um, Basically, any medication that if you would have to worry about grapefruit interacting with Mm. it, that's going to have a similar issue with CBD. Okay. So for sure, talk to your doctor. For sure, make sure that whatever it is that you're taking is okay to use with with a particular type of cannabinoid. And um, my colleague, Chelsea Sabara, is is the scientist. She can explain, like, which enzyme it works off of. Um, I just know that it's a thing. Okay. Okay. Great tip. Yeah. Yeah, I was curious about the, the Viagra connection and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the vasodilator kind of properties of, mm-hmm. of cannabis. And, and now this is kind of a personal question. So yes. I, <laughs> you know, I'm the host. I get to ask these things. Yes. So <laughs> I really like using uh, cannabis and, and THC included, like when I'm doing things that are really creative sexually. Mm-hmm. So if I've got this like scene where I want someone to sink into something that I'm doing. So I'll use it for rope. I'll use it for uh, sensation play things. Mm-hmm. I definitely use it for things like pegging where I'm taking a long time or or any kind of strap on anal sex where I'm taking a long time, like warming up that area mm-hmm. because it helps me kind of sink into the sensations as the person giving stuff. Mm-hmm. So are there, and, and I kind of pay attention to what strains do this for me. So can you tell us a bit about um, strains or types of cannabis that might be good for, for sex or, or different types of sexual experiences? Totally. I'm so glad that you asked this question because the, the answer is it's different for everybody. 
Okay. Like, much okay. like if somebody walked into a sex shop and was like, what's the best sex toy to get me off? <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, that really depends on what you like and what works for your body. Yeah. And it, and strains are exactly the same. You okay. get to have the fact-finding, like, data-gathering experience of, you know, what does it smell like? What does it taste like? How does it feel in my body? And then get geeky. Like, I, I cannot overstate the the benefits of being nerdy about your your cannabis consumption because there are cannabinoids like THC and CBD and CBN and CBG and alphabet soup. And then there are also things called terpenes and terpenes are the things in plants that make them smell a certain way. So Mm. in lavender, what you're smelling is linalool in citrus. What you're smelling, what you're smelling is limonene and cannabinoid um, cannabis has different terpenes. There's limonene and myrcene and linalool and terpinaline and all of these different terpenes in each strain. And they tend to modulate the effects more than say something like the indica sativa designation, which at this point um, in the industry we've, we've learned is largely like marketing language. There's leaf morphology really doesn't impact effects. And and so I have met so many people that are like, no, 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 sativas do this and indicas do this. And I'm like, part of that is placebo. And part of it is that the, the things that are often coded as sativas may have this particular terpene profile or this cannabinoid um, combination. And so that's why you're getting those effects, but not because it's a quote unquote sativa. So it's really important to follow your nose, write down, you know, get cannabis that is lab tested and look at the top two like dominant terpenes in the strain and then notice like, okay, when I have ones that are higher in this particular terpene, it tends to do this. Like myrcene tends to be more sedate, um, but in some people it can actually cause some anxiety. Uh, limonene tends to be more energetic and euphoric. Linalool, like lavender, tends to be more relaxing. Pinene, which is what pine trees smell like, are um, can be really good for like alertness. And so you can really, it, it's like aromatherapy. Mm. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I like that analogy. Yeah. And, and thank you for breaking it down because I think mm-hmm. I've, I've often been on Leafly being like, okay, so I, I Google sex and mm-hmm. I, or I search the strains for sex and then I search for the reviews around food and I'm right. like, I don't need the munchies. I just, I want the sex. And so mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll base my experimentation off that. But, but as I have, I've kind of deepened into my experience and know what, what I like, then it doesn't actually matter as much. And I just kind of, I'm like, okay, I'm only going to do a pre-roll of this because I'm not sure if I, I like it and maybe I'll open it up and vape it or something. But um, it's it, it feels confusing, I think, for, for a newbie walking into any pot shop and just being like, I don't know, I got to depend on you know, kind of whatever the, the little, what the, the little, in, the limited information that, that they're allowed to talk about or allowed to, to speak to. Yeah. Yes. I have so much empathy for, for cannabis dispensary employees because they are making minimum wage and they are expected to yeah. be product specialists, therapists, yeah. um, salespeople, yeah. pharmacists, like, yeah. yeah. It's such a lot to expect for someone who like the basic qualifications for that job are, do you like to smoke weed? And can you add like, that's like you wouldn't go to your barista and be like, which brew is going to be the best to help me concentrate at work? Like that's not, it's not a thing. (laughs) That's not a thing. 
Yeah, but we like expect so yeah. much of our of our cannabis bud tenders. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, I I think your reco is perfect. Like, go be a nerd, nerd out yeah. on cannabis. Like, start exploring things, get to know the product. Yeah, I think that's and really helpful. Give yourself permission to be surprised. Yeah. Because yeah. I have tried things that I really had no expectations of where I was like, I the one I'm thinking of in particular is a Durban poison um, rose blunt that has some like ice water hash infused. So it was strong and Durbans yeah. tend to be a good like concentration focus strain for me. I took okay. one hit and I was like, oh, wow, I'm very high. And I was just on the edge of like, is this going to make me anxious? And then my boyfriend got here and he kissed me. I I went, he opened the door and I go, hi. And he's like, (laughs) and he makes fun. He's like, hi. I'm like, oh, (laughs) shit. And somehow just like that, that sort of embarrassed but cute, like, earnest giggle sent me into this very energetic place where like we started kissing and all of a sudden my clothes are fully on and I'm having like full body like tantric kind of of shakes and quivers and like orgasms popping all over my body and I'm like writhing and and gripping him and all and I was like where the fuck did this come from like It awoken something in you. That combo of just like, yes. yeah, that explosion. Ooh. Because I I find I get distracted during sex. And so yeah. when I'm using cannabis, it's easier for me to do something for the amount of time I actually want to do it versus mm-hmm. like, oh, I want to jump through. So I could eat ass for like an hour if I'm if I'm high or making mm-hmm. out for an hour or whatever. Just it's it it allows the the sensations to actually blossom for me. Yes. And not just like I'm hopping from like lily pad to lily pad to lily pad of sensation. Totally. Um, you know, you're kind of like having a, a great time with your partner and then all of a sudden you're like that feels good wait is my butt fat do, did we do the laundry do we have mustard yeah that's thought spiral into yep. you know nothing that's helpful in the moment yeah mm-hmm. and so i i also love that you participate and um are a, a a leader in a lot of events where people are coming together to experience cannabis together um yes. and to do these things in sort of groups so can you tell us about some of the things that that you're involved in or or that you're that are coming up for you absolutely so i have a couple of very exciting offerings thank you for that segue The one that I'm really proud of that came out this year, um, sort of as a result of being in quarantine and really being hungry for community, but not feeling safe, obviously doing so in person, is I created an online sex magic intensive called Activating Your Cosmic Pussy. Oh, my God. Okay, wait. Tell us what sex magic is. Sex magic is using the energy of pleasure to manifest the life of your dreams. I'm fanning myself. (laughs) And, you know, everyone has their own take on it. Um, I follow Gabby Herstic and she's a friend and she's written so many amazing books and she's on Instagram and she's got like a very um, specific brand of of sex magic that is like very goddess uh, focused and and is very like tarot inspired and and also like brings in sacred kink. And that's a flavor my flavor is very hedonistic. It's very yeah. sensual. Um, there's certainly like 
goddessy kind of vibes, but it's like you are embodying the goddess. Mm. Yes. And it's it's learning how to really profoundly like appreciate your body and especially your vulva. And so okay. some of it even has roots in like Betty Dodson's body sex work that I got certified in a couple summers ago. And so there is a vulva gazing aspect to it. And there's plant medicine. So I'm weaving in the can of sexual and how to use um, plant allies to get into a headspace where you kind of let go of all the voices that tell you this isn't real or you're not worthy or you don't deserve these things and that you can really, really be present with the things that you truly want. And opening up, you know, throat chakra so that you can speak your truth and own your desires in a really empowered way. And so it's a seven-week online intensive. We meet every week on Zoom for 90 minutes, and then each participant will also get um, one session with me, just one-on-one. Or we can kind of deep dive into whatever is most alive for them. And it's become a sisterhood. I've done – I did a group in in the winter. I did a group in the summer. And now um, this will be the last group. I'm, I have fall enrollment happening right now. We already have a few people signed up and there's some spots left. And mm-hmm. it's become almost like a sorority where the the participants from previous groups, I have a Discord server. And so they're all able to interact with each other and they stay in touch. And we have reunion calls. And some of them have already like they met just through the course and they've traveled in real life to see one another across the country, which is just so, so cool cute. to me. <laughs> And so many of them felt like outcasts. They would come in and be like, I don't know anyone who's into magic. I don't know anyone who's a cannabis smoker. I don't know anyone who's I can talk to about sex and orgasms and pleasure who I can show my vulva to and just be like met with such love and affirmation and celebration that I'm not sleeping with. Wow. Oh my God. It's like this, this is going to be my legacy and I feel so good about it. Yes. I feel good, but I've got shivers like like hearing about it because that that community piece and the hedonistic piece, like so much of this is pleasure as liberation. And, yes. and it feels like you're doing that in this seven week intensive. Like it's giving people an opportunity to really like unpack that and and also, you know, not feel I sometimes feel shy or I don't necessarily feel shame, but I I feel shy about my cannabis use in spaces that I don't know people are cool with it. And I don't drink it at all. And so often in, in, right. So in alcohol spaces, uh, people will be like, Oh, have a drink, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Oh, I'm good. And you know, meanwhile, I'm on an edible or, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) I've got my vape pen in my bag or something. And I used to joke about it. I'd be like, don't worry, I'm on an edible. And then the looks on people's faces who are alcohol drinkers it makes them really uncomfortable it's as if yeah. i brought heroin to the party right. and, <laughs> and I'm like really you're drinking alcohol like it's you know so i i love this idea of especially spaces that are um femme centered or, or women centered to also yeah. come into this because i often walk into pot shops and i'm like this is so dude bro right. and and i'm not interested in the patriarchy in my cannabis and so i love this like creation and, and reclamation of spaces where you're pairing stuff together yeah. And it sounds like I, I was so touched hearing the the piece about people really connecting and, and having 
reunions and like that's so lovely yeah I didn't expect that to happen I was so delighted when one person was like hey I'm having my birthday party you're all invited and then like another woman from Texas drove all the way up to Washington State to like go to this woman's birthday party and I was just like oh my god and they they have calls with each other like offline and they've all become friends and I'm like this is so incredible. I'm so grateful that that they've all found each other through this sisterhood. And so now we're like, and it's it's not an exclusive thing. We're like, come sit with us. Come be with us. Like if this calls to you, yeah. if this feels like a, a fuck yes to you, you know, I'm giving all of your listeners a $200 off discount so code that just like I want you to be part of this because I want it to grow and I want it to be in every state and so you always feel like you have community and people who get you and see you and celebrate you exactly as you are and you don't have to be someone else oh thank you and thank you for that code we're gonna pop it in the show notes for people we're also gonna pop in uh, a link to the book because this is a must have if you're interested in cannabis and sex and I mean I could talk to you forever I feel like like we should be high right now and talking to I each know other. right and- <laughs> the, one, the one final thing is if you are interested in an in-person event I'm doing two Ooh. events um, in the fall at this okay. beautiful wellness resort in Jamaica called Coral Cove. Ooh. It is a cannabis-friendly resort. Um, my boyfriend Ben and I are doing a couples retreat over Halloween weekend. It's going to be from the 28th of October to the 1st of November. And that will be any any orientation, just have to be in a couple. So um, it's going to be all about intimacy and, and connection and, you know, really reigniting that spark and using cannabis really intentionally. And then from the 1st to the 8th is going to be a women's retreat. And that is going to be like my sex magic intensive on steroids for a whole week. We're going to do a a psilocybin mushroom ceremony um, with actually an indigenous shaman from the island is going to come and and do the ceremony for us. There's going to be frolicking in the moonlight uh, in the lagoons. We'll have the whole place to ourselves. It is going to be fucking epic. Um, so oh, if you're curious yeah. about that, check out Coral Cove Wellness slash events. And those are um, available right now. You can register. You'll fly into Montego Bay, Jamaica and come play with us. Oh, my gosh. We're going to put that in the show notes, too. And I'm going to yes. Google it after. I'm like, I would love to go. This oh, my week. God. Luna, please come. That would be the best. We'd have so much fun. Oh, my yes. gosh. And I, I ask all of our, our guests about yes. a booty blooper. Do you have a, a booty blooper <laughs> to share yes. with us? <laughs> yes. <hear> it. <laughs> um, the time I learned that you always, always, always put a towel down when you are doing <laughs> anal. So the first time I ever pegged someone, <laughs> I was doing it and it was great and it, we were having fun. And it was like, okay, time to be done. And um, he was on his hands and knees on my bed and I pulled out too quickly and a a shower of brown followed me and um it got all in my sheets into my mattress and i was like well worth it fucking worth it like no regrets but like also this is why we now have multiple liberator blankets anytime we're having sex 
Yeah, it's a good investment to have it a is. sex blanket. It really is. <laughs> but I love that this shitstorm followed, you know, yeah. this like wonderful, pleasurable pegging experience. And you're still like, worth it. Worth it. <laughs> yeah. Know? But noted for next time. Yeah. We we learned <laughs> that's it was it was sort of a baptism by, you know, fire. <laughs> <laughs> like ass juice. By ass, ass juice. <laughs> but, um, you know. I learned no regrets. <laughs> oh my God. That's a good one. That's a good, I have a, I only own dark towels now. I, I actually Smart. love white fluffy towels, but I'm like, who am I kidding? You know, right. cause if, if, if the liberator blanket's dirty, if like whatever my, I have like incontinent pads, I've got like Smart. my sheets and mattress are staying pristine this time. Yes. <laughs> oh, Ashley, thank you for sharing that with us. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, and what a joy you've given us so much information today and so much, so much of also of your joy in this work that you do. And so we're going to link people to wherever all the things you dropped today, all the amazing events you have coming up your book. I love your Instagram. It's so authentic. (laughs) And so definitely people should check you out there. And I always learn new things too, because you, you have a mix of like your what's going on with you. And then also some amazing sex ed stuff. You're really good at reels. I'm not good at reels. (laughs) You know, I, I don't feel like I'm good at reels. I've like been experimenting with TikTok and, and I've somehow gotten on their radar. So now they like flag all my fucking videos. But they are kind of fun yeah. to make if you're not trying. If you try too hard, it's almost impossible. Like yeah. it has to be one of my fucking uh, TikToks that went like viral was me talking about that you have to cover the chocolate chips when you're making chocolate chip pancakes. <laughs> Seriously? I swear to God, it's got like 900,000 fucking views. And I was like, are you really? That's the one? (laughs) Okay. Weird. (laughs) Wasn't even, didn't plan it. I was just like making pancakes and I'm like, you know what? I have an opinion about this. Well, you know, when I come to visit you, we will make the chocolate chip pancakes with them, the chocolate chips covered, and we will we'll live stream for people and we'll talk about butt stuff in, yes, in person. I that would love be to continue glorious. this conversation. I want yeah. to make you all the delicious breakfast items. Oh my gosh, yes. I could eat breakfast all day, so just make, yes. keep them coming. Awesome. I'm here <laughs> I will, for it. I will brunch goddess you. I will be uh, in between. <laughs> talk dirty to me, Luna. <laughs> brunch. Bacon. Orange oh, yeah. juice. Uh. <laughs> we got this. We got this. Oh, Ashley, thank you so much for being here on the plug. Like, thank it was you. such a joy, and you really gifted us a ton of information. My pleasure. So I feel high from this conversation with Ashley. I was listening so intently and then also laughing so much and thinking about my own experiences with with cannabis and anal. And I will be sharing some of them over on The Plug by B-Vibe. Some of my... uh, (laughs) It's not... I don't know if it's a booty blooper, but it definitely sometimes didn't go the way that I I thought it would go with with using weed and pleasure. Uh, I, I also really appreciate having a space to chat with you about things like cannabis and anal because most of us are are googling and you know we're finding anecdotal information or kind of conflicting information and it's great to have someone 
who is an expert and has been an expert in this field for some time to help us navigate that information and empower you with your own knowledge about your body and your sexual experiences and what happens when you combine an erotic experience and some form of cannabis. So I I hope you have some fun trying out uh, weed lubes or suppositories or making your own weed infused lubes and pairing it with some fun butt toys and butt sex. And don't forget if you're shopping over at bvibe.com that you can save 30% on bvibe branded products with code LUNA, L-U-N-A. We will drop all of Ashley's links to um, her upcoming events, her book, as well as where you can find and follow her online in the show notes until next time my friends stay bootyful